Hey y'all, this is Kobe R. Rice and I'm back again for another creative update. This is the epic, fantastical journey of a black female sci-fi writer. I am Kobe R. Rice, novelist, screenwriter, TV writer, and educator, apparently, of the arts. So um, we're going to jump right into it. I have not been here for quite a while. I think the last time I was here was about seven months ago um, and I did do a mini vlog on why I chose to start selling direct but it wasn't necessarily widely advertised it was sort of like a in-betweeny sode um, of my usual episodes so I just wanted to come in and actually give a creative roundup of the first quarter of 2023 um, I've been away from my podcast kind of off and on for a while and I just want to try my best to get back into the flow as much as I can. Um, it's kind of hard to do because I'm usually super busy. Um, as you guys know, I'm a dean now, and that takes up a lot of my time. And I'm doing my best to do all of my other very, very important um, life and business activities on the weekends, before work, after work, when I can. Um, as you can tell, probably by the badge you can see under my eyes that I'm trying to get rid of, I am wanting for sleep. So um, please be patient with me um, as I <laughs> do my best to not slog through these creative updates. Um, and I'm going to try to make this episode as short and to the point as I humanly possibly can. Um, but I'm still, I am very happy to be back despite my fatigue, as I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> I am happy to be back and to be giving you guys sort of like a a window into what I've been doing for the past three months or so. So a lot has happened in terms of how I jumped into 2023 this year. You guys know that I haven't, for one, really released, officially released any novels um, or work since 2021. The most significant release that I had was in 2019 with the third book of the Books of Ezekiel series called The Lock-In. Um, and then in 2021, was it 2021? Oh no, a year before then, that it, I, would, I released The Camille in 2018. And then 2021 is when I released the first three episodes of When in Rome, which is the uh, cyberpunk adaptation of William Shakespeare's Roman history tetralogy, right? So, um, and even that, like, it was sort of like a half, a mini half release because I wasn't able to get all the episodes out as quickly as I would have liked, but it was still released on Kindle Vela and is currently still available in, on Kindle Vela, although I'll be moving it off of Kindle Vela and into an actual novella format, novel format by the end of this year. So stay tuned for that. But, um, Looking over what I've been up to for the past couple of years, um, you know, through the pandemic in 2020 and 2021, and then my year of rest for 2022 and rejuvenation, um, I realized that I wanted to create a writing, a more balanced writing and re release schedule. I've been doing a lot of writing for the past two to three years, but they're not in the format that are readily available to the public. So in 2020 and 2021, as you guys know, I went super hard on writing, but it was for screenwriting and TV writing, and that yielded some wonderful results. You guys already know, um, I won a few contests. I placed in quarterfinalists and semifinalists and, you know, all those different positions and was highly ranked in several other contests. Um, 
a couple of fellowships. Uh, God gave me some, and I mean, TV writing fellowships gave me some favorable like reviews and things of that nature. Um, and then my contest win garnered the interest of um, a management company and a producer. So since 2021, essentially, I had been working with the producer producing, um, who was producing several of his own projects, but was interested in branching out to sci-fi action, things of that nature, thriller. And I was developing a bunch of projects for him, still am. And then uh, my manager and I, um, we are currently working on transforming the When in Rome TV script that I wrote into a feature film. I'm hoping that actually I'll be done with that by the end of this week. That's my goal. So I can get that onto him and to the um, Oscar winning director who is like actually interested in putting together a package and potentially getting some funding to actually make it into a film, which would be super exciting to do. Um, so working on those things, those are all great, wonderful, still in the pipeline, still very much working on those things. But I still very much like identify as a novelist as well. And I want to make sure that 2023 is geared toward uh, me moving in the direction of producing and publishing more novels as well as novellas, as well as TV scripts, series, and feature films. So this is really the first year since 2020 that I'm not going to be focusing Actually, this is the first year period, really, that I'm not going to be focusing on just novels or just video game writing or just screenwriting or just TV writing. I'm going to try to focus equally on all of them, pushing one project per medium forward this year. Having said that, um, my goals for this year are to publish the next two novels in the Books of Ezekiel series, um, Fraternity, which is book four, and Hollow Point, which is book five. Um, I also want to finish completely plotting out the entire series um, for all five books uh, of the prequel series for the books of Ezekiel, which is called Sons of Exodus. And um, that's something I want to really start working on this year, but I want the plot to be completely finished, fleshed out, all the character views fleshed out, the character journeys fleshed out, all those things done. Um, that's the novel writing world. Ideally, I'll also be able to get, hopefully, a start on um, releasing the first, hopefully, one or two books in the Asylum series that I'm working on, and that's novel writing. Then for screenwriting, the primary project is like finishing When in Rome and getting that ready for packaging and distribution and stuff like that. Um, and then with regard to TV writing, I want to finish the contract that I signed with my um, producer to actually like design, develop, and write the TV series, um, the sci-fi TV series that I signed on with him. So those are the projects I'm trying to push forward. And then there's actually a fourth area that I'm working on this year, which is the, finally, the launch of the um, Bohemian Badass as a brand and the Bohemian Badass Writing School, um, which... I'm super excited about, to be very honest. I've been writing for a long time. And uh, while I'm not, an, I'm not, I don't consider myself a guru, but I do consider myself a badass. So that's going to be like my tagline, hashtag not a guru, hashtag but still a badass. Um, when I'm putting out the Bohemian Badass and the courses and the coaching and the services that I'll be offering as a part of that brand. 
um, I write action-packed, high-octane, ass-kicking action and sci-fi action and dystopian work. Sci-fi action is especially is pretty much where I sit, right? Um, and just even personally, as an artist, I've updated the Kobe R. Rice brand to, how do I say? I've updated the Kobe R. Rice brand to reflect that, right? So my tagline used to be putting the urban back into urban fantasy, one kick-ass novel at a time, which in many, many ways is absolutely a thousand percent true. That's still a thing that I do. But the sort of larger, more encompassing thing that I do as an artist as a whole is I merge the BIPOC, the badass, and the bleeding edge, right? That is essentially what I do as a Black female sci-fi writer who I love action-based and action-centered sci-fi. I'm not really much of a pontificator or philosopher when it comes to the sci-fi that I write. I don't write things like, for example, Gattaca, which is a great movie, right? But it's not really my steez. I'm more of like The Edge of Tomorrow, The Matrix, um, the aliens, you know, those sort of things. Like that's really, those are the genres that really turn me on, right? Um, and my work always sits at the intersection of BIPOC, badass, and bleeding edge, pretty much. Anything that I write always is going to have a female main character of color, um, specifically a black woman. She's always going to be the center and always going to be the lead. Um, it's always going to be some sci-fi related thing. And I'm really trying to lean have more heavily into cyberpunk specifically because I love that genre so much. Um, I'm open to other genres. Like I love like space opera, techno thriller, um, sci-fi thriller. I love those things. But um, cyberpunk is like, it, got, it has like a special space in my soul, right? So I lean into that. And then everything badass. I'm not really much, at least not yet, of a romance writer in that way. Um, there will be some kind of like romance subplot or romantic entanglement, but um, I don't write romance like that. I write action. I write chase scenes. I write gunfights. Those are the things that I love to write. So my brand overall has just um, metamorphosed, I guess is the right word, or it's, it's, it's just evolved to encompass the fact that I am a sci-fi action writer, period. Um, and pretty much everything that I do, I consume, I develop, I think about when it comes to creativity is about merging the BIPOC, the badass and the bleeding edge. So my brand has expanded in that way. And even though I'm focusing on those four areas for this year, novel writing, the TV series and TV writing, screenwriting with feature film, with a winner own feature film and launching the Bohemian Badass Creative Writing School, um, all of those things that I'll be focusing on are really driving their ways through that rebranding of mine. Or rather, the rebranding itself is pushing those things forward. It's the foundation upon which those things live. Sorry, y'all. Like I said, I'm kind of tired, so <laughs> forgive me. Um, but having said all of that and having those goals in front of me, this is actually what I was able to accomplish in the first quarter, meaning January 1st to March 31st of 2023, all right? 
So first and foremost, I went super hard on, I've been going super hard on planning out my course launch for the Bohemian Badass. That is a massive major chunk of what I've been doing as of mid-February up until recently. And I'm still continuing that working quarter in Q2. I have gotten very serious about diving back into Regina Anajanus. I, I know I'm not pronouncing her name correctly. Sorry, Regina. She's an amazing blogger and infopreneur that runs byregina.com. And I invested in two of her courses, Publisher Thing, um, the Publisher Thing course, and then like basically the upgrade of that course um, a couple of years ago when she was evolving her business. And that entire course structure gives you the nuts and bolts, the A through Zs of how to start your online infopreneur business, right? Essentially, I'm an infopreneur um, because I am basically going to be teaching all of you <laughs> and more how to write, how to plot, how to build characters, how to build sci-fi worlds, um, how to write action novels, how to write sci-fi novels, how to plan series, all those things. And um, just the setup of how she builds an online school, an online university, and runs it and advertises it and creates info products. I am following her process to a T so that I can launch uh, my own online school, which is thebohemianbadass.com. And uh, my first major course that I'm offering at that school is called Plot Like a Badass, where I teach you how to plot your novel, but it's not just a regular novel plotting course. I teach you how to plot your novel cinematically. What does it mean to have a cinematic concept? What does it mean to have cinematic scenes, characters? What does it mean to have a cinematic plot? What's the difference between a run-of-the-mill novel and a cinematic novel, right? Cinematic concepts. How do you distinguish a high cinematic concept from like a basic concept? Those are things I'll be teaching you guys how to do. Um, and that's going to be my big, fat, chunky course with about 10 to 12 modules. It's going to have a whole bunch of really awesome stuff. But um, 10 and 12 modules on a really sexy guidebook and a lot more. I'm just teasing it out for now, but um, that'll be forthcoming when it's time to launch. And I'm building out that course. I'm building out a smaller masterclass that people can watch and work through and actually like sit in that masterclass and come away with something done in. I'm working on an email course. I'm working on how to market all these things via social media and my email list. Um, and all of those really awesome things. And so I have been pretty much every single weekend um, on the way to work <laughs> during my holiday breaks have been planning out the rollout of uh, my first debut signature course. It's associated masterclasses, it's materials, and it's marketing campaign. I've been working on all of that for the past two months, going on three months now. And I'm going to be launching the first component of that probably during the Juneteenth long weekend. So that's what I'm working toward right now. And then I'll be doing a longer, shall we say, program, right, come uh, July, the month of July. That's going to be our little writer summer camp. And that's all I'll say about that.
So I've been working a lot on that. Um, prior to doing that, though, throughout Q1, I really had to sit down and get super duper clear on what my goals were for the quarter and for the year. And a big thing that I did in January before I even started working on this course was habit building and habit hacking. And I read um, James Clear's uh, books on, I forget actually what the book was called. Let me see if I can find it because <laughs> it's actually a really great book. Oh, Atomic Habits. That's what it's called. Um, and reading through Atomic Habits and just sitting down and really genuinely reflecting on what habits were serving me versus which ones were not cutting down on those bad habits and upgrading those good habits for my health, for my wellness, for my business, and like for my boundaries between myself, my job, my home life, and my fun extracurricular life. Yeah, words. <laughs> How can I be a writer if I can't use words? Um, so that has been super helpful in terms of getting me focused and just getting me to the point where um, I can build a daily program through which I can achieve my longer term goals. Essentially, how you spend your days is how you spend your life. So each day for me, I try to make as efficient and impactful as possible um, within reason. Obviously, there are going to be some days where you're just going to like chill and wusa and breathe. And like those are very important days. But um, on the days where my day is more structured, like on my work days or what have you, like I have a very specific morning routine um, a commute routine. And then for the weekends, because my time is limited, um, I do have a weekend routine that I do my best to meet on top of me just relaxing, breathing, and um, trying to take care of myself. I do need to improve. As, as again, you can tell um, <laughs> with these unfortunate bags that are developing under my eyes, I need to improve um, on some some things like getting sleep, that's something that like is hard to do because even without my routine, I have to get up at four in the morning, and sometimes I don't get to bed until like nine o'clock at night, um, sometimes ten o'clock at night. So I am paying my sleep debt, and it's kind of killing me. But um, that'll be the goal for Q two is to get more sleep and make that a systematic habit. So I sat down, got clear with my goals, developed habits so I can achieve my goals. And then I've been working super hard on launching the first courses for the Bohemian, the Bohemian Badass brand and business, right? Um, in addition to that, I also, number three, worked super hard on relaunching myself as an author and a novelist. I don't want to say rebranding, but definitely rejuvenating my brand. That has been a big focus as of mid-February and on as well. So in order to rebrand myself, because, well, before I even get there, you guys know that I have been kind of on and off of my vlog. I've been kind of focused and yet scattered, right, when it comes to my writing life. Like scattered in that, like I haven't published a novel a, a full novel since 2019. I published like a few episodes of a novella in 2021, but like I haven't been as like all in as most other novelists who are indie have been, right? I sh at this point, being that I'm like in year 10 of my writing journey, I should have like 50 novels out at this point, but I haven't been doing just novels. I've been doing, like, you said, like I said, the novels, the screenwriting, the TV writing, the game design, 
um, also working my full-time job and moving up in the ranks as like an educator in the arts. You know what I'm saying? So it's always been divided up in those ways. As of 2019, I kind of, not even kind of, I took a major step back from novel writing to make room for other things. Um, and those things have come to fruition in many ways. I also took a step back from novel writing in 2019 full time because I had a really, really horrible experience in a group promotion that I was a part of um, that I wasn't able to even really talk about until recently. And I'm still kind of debating whether or not I'm going to go into that. Um, but there was a lot of drama, a lot of mudslinging associated with that, a lot of other writers who didn't even really know me dragging my name through the mud really for no reason um, other than like I needed to withdraw from the promotion. Um, and I still, I really walled myself off from the writer world. And I told myself in 2019, I'm going to do a solo journey until I am ready to get back out there. So I really dwindled and fell off and took a break in terms of the marketing aspect of my career. Um, and my writing uh, consistency really fell off as well. And I did, I, I actively moved into other genres. So, um, a lot of things were affected by that. Um, in addition to like my writing muscles, right? <laughs> I was exercising writing muscles in other areas, but my novel writing muscles were atrophying. Um, and so fast forward, that was 2019. Then we had the pandemic and we had all these things happening now, literally around the same time, of that year, but in 2023, I'm back on my grind, right? So four years ago in like the winter, spring, literally around this time, I was going through a very traumatizing, um, basically attack on my character and my career. Um, within this certain small group, I withdrew. And now four years later, after I've done a whole bunch of other really incredible, amazing things in my creative life, I am now coming back to novel writing more consistently. Having said that, though, because I took my time off, I have to rebuild a lot of things, right? Um, and I've had to approach this rebuilding process with what I call virgin brain. So there are a lot of things that I knew how to do extremely well as of 2019. Marketing to my email list, giveaways, doing promotions, cross promotions, swaps, um, author features, things of that nature that helped to build up my list um, and, and created a really great relationship with my readers, right? Because I left for four years and pretty much without notice, honestly, um, those relationships with my readers had gone cold for the most part, except like my super readers who I've, caught, I've kept in touch with individually, but like my list of 10,000 readers was like dead. <laughs> like they were there, but like, it was like, I hadn't spoken to them. So when I came back this year, people were just like, who the hell are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's what happens, right? When you take a break, they take a break. So having said that I had to, and I have to relearn a lot of the tactics and I have to rebuild a lot of those relationships with my readers and with other authors. So I consider myself honestly to be a new author of sorts, right? In the field, because that's essentially how I'm being received nowadays. And I'm still at a certain author level where technically like on paper, I am a neophyte author, even though I've been in the game 
really since like 2013, but I dropped out of the game in 20 in 2019. You know what I'm saying? So it's a weird balance of like in certain aspects in my knowledge, being a veteran in certain areas, knowing how to build a website. I know how to build an email list. I know how to use a leader magnet. I know how, you know, to, to grab audiences. I know how to write a novel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those things I don't have to really do. So I'm not new in that way, but when you have to relearn certain things, you have your brain has to make those connections again between like your writing brain and like your language <laughs> and your fingers and all those things. I am approaching a certain, a very significant chunk of my career with virgin brain, right? So I'm rebuilding. That was a long way to say I'm rebuilding my career. And as a part of that, uh, starting mid-February, I... Um, built my own online bookstore to relaunch my career. I also edited, updated, and tightened up my author website. Um, so I cleaned up a lot of my social media. I established or reestablished some social media sales channel. I now officially have a bookstore on my website that is owned and operated by me, where you can buy directly from me. In addition to buying on retailers, but you can also buy directly from me, which is really exciting. Um, I had to do a lot of behind the scenes reinvigoration and cleanup of my websites on DreamHost. Um, like some of my some of my some of my websites had gotten like infected or like invaded by bots. I had to clean that up. It was like literally going into a house that I hadn't been in for four years and cleaning out vermin that's what it basically was but it's they're all gone the house is re is redone it's getting redone it's re, it's being resealed the holes are being sealed and things of that nature and things are good but it did take some time um i recreated some of my marketing plans um i re-streamlined some of my uh book launch pipeline and processes what else did I do? Um, oh, and of course, I launched, I planned and created and launched a March giveaway, which was super, super successful. And again, it's reflective of the fact that I'm a reborn neophyte in this field, but I really actually enjoyed putting on this giveaway. It was called the hashtag future is female giveaway that was happening in March during the Women's History Month. And um, it was pretty successful. I got about 500 subscribers, new subscribers off of that email, off of that giveaway onto my email list. And we offered, or why am I saying we, I offered a 15 book lot of sci-fi, um, just hardcore, badass, action-packed sci-fi that was written by women which was super powerful. It was so incredible to like literally dive in online and find all of this amazing sci-fi that was written by women. Um, I loved it. And um, I discovered some new sci-fi on, on my own. We had EMP sci-fi, dystopian sci-fi. There's like a prehistoric, futuristic, dystopian thriller sci-fi where there's like somehow dinosaurs like it's just it was amazing like and I'm just like yo these 
books are so fire and amazing. And a lot of them are written by indie authors. And I'm really a huge fan of that. So I, I had like a very great balance of indie authors. I had a wonderful balance of um, women of different backgrounds, religions, and color. So we had black female sci-fi writers. We had Hispanic female sci-fi writers, white female sci-fi writers, Asian female sci-fi writers, um, Native American female sci-fi writers. So like it was fire. Like the giveaway was fire. And I can't wait until next year. We're gonna be it can be even bigger and better um, and more exciting. So I offered the paperback lot with the um what else did I offer? A $25 Starbucks gift card. And I also sweetened the pot by um adding in, I'm actually gonna show you right now. I added in a really cute mug and warmer set. Super cute. Look at that. It's actually not this version. It's a similar version to this. Mine is a little bit cuter. Um, but I threw that in in the last week to like give a boost to the giveaway, which was really successful. I got like a fifth of my subscribers in that last week of the giveaway by like adding in like an extra bonus prize. So I'm going to definitely do that in the next giveaway, which is coming in probably May. So did a lot of that. Um, it was a lot of really wonderful uh, rejuvenation of those old skills. And it really helped to reinvigorate my list, relaunch my career, um, and things of that nature. On top of that, I also joined a bunch of author promos, group promos, as well as an author letter swap. And then um, what else did I join? I joined some author sales promos. So I'm going to see how those sales promos work out. But um, it's been really great. So rejuvenating my author career in that way and then working on the Bohemian Badass, those two things have created the majority. Um, they comprise the majority of what I've been doing for the past three months and just like getting my goals together and my habits together. What else? I think that's kind of it. I've been sending more marketing emails and hello emails to my reader list. I'm definitely whittling down my subscriber list to like, you know, the ones who are definitely opening the emails and engaging. So I'll be doing that for Q2, but I did start doing that in Q1. I also, as a part of my Bohemian Badass business, am reinvigorating my affiliate accounts so that when I write blog posts and I talk about products that I love, software that I love, writing-related things that I love, I can integrate all of those things into my vlogs and blogs. And when I make book recommendations, like they're going to be real recommendations, but I also get like a mini kickback from that. It is what it is. All right. So, and I'm also getting more firmly into social media marketing and social media selling, as well as ad marketing, marketing through ads. Um, and I am happy and delighted to be enrolled in Mark Dawson's um, self-publishing school. Hold on. Is that what it's called? Because I, I know I'm, I'm not getting this right. Self-publishing formula. That's what it's called. Um, it's an amazing, amazing uh, course that really takes you through every single aspect of um, how to self-publish and sell and market your novel. So I'm kind of like interestingly developing 
the two prongs of my business at the same time. The novel writing and author marketing prong, as well as the Bohemian Badass online creative university prong. And that's basically what I've been working on day in and day out for the past few months. Just on a personal note, um, some other things that I have been working on, as I mentioned, um, for 2023, I am continuing to whittle down the things that do not serve me. And I'm continuing to focus on the things that are the better for my personal development and my health, right? So I focus, I'm focusing a lot on health and wellness this year. Um, I'm going to keep diving into that focus as much as possible um, with regard to like what I eat, how much I sleep, things of that nature. I have to keep that in the forefront of my mind every single year because without your health, you don't have anything, right? Um, and just generally self-care, like, you know, the nails are back finally, you know, just doing those wonderful feminine things for self. Um, again, I clearly like need <laughs> to lean into that a little bit more, um, seeing how tired I am, but it's one thing, you know, one tiny adjustment at a time will get me to where I want to be as of December 31st of this year. So, um, that's pretty much that guys. Uh, you know, I'm on my school break this week, which is great. So I'm able to get more sleep and more rest. I'm trying not to push myself too hard today. I'm actually going to go and get my passport photos done because as a part of my self-care regimen this year, I will be taking a couple of trips. So I'm super excited. We're going to go to the Bahamas the last week of June. And then in the middle of July, we are headed uh, on a cruise, which will hit several Caribbean islands. And I'm very much looking forward to that this year. Um, this year has been very challenging with regard to my uh, school year, to be very frank. Um, we're working on a lot of very important things at the school that I am working at in terms of just building out moments of joy, incentive, and positivity. And so I have been putting a heck of a lot of work into that. Um, wearing the hat as the Dean of School Culture slash students and the Dean of Enrichment has been, has presented very, very interesting challenges. And so while I'm trying to keep the, the culture in line, right, and make sure that the kids understand boundaries, discipline is um, enforced the way it needs to be enforced, we also want to make sure that we are providing some really wonderful, joyful incentives, um, some events, things that the kids can look forward to. As a mom, like, I'm just... I have a very, I don't want to say different perspective, a very specific perspective on how to rear children. And as much as um, we try to pretend that we're not, educators are raising children, right? We're a part of the process of raising children. So raising children requires discipline, um, not necessarily like mean discipline, but just having discipline um, and having boundaries. But it also requires those wonderful, joyful moments, love, warmth, understanding, um, restorative conversations, and things to look forward to. One of those things that I, not one, but some of those things I've been participating in have been um, the after-school program I'm developing, or I've developed around um, Film and Theater Club, and now we're doing Author Circle. Film and Theater Club, we learn about the basics of filmmaking, and then we in the fall, this is really cute, we put together a documentary on like the sports and clubs that were happening at school. So they learned how to 
um, do interviews, shoot footage, and then upload that footage and edit that footage in editing software. And they did create a final piece, which was great. It was like a 10 minute documentary. So I love it. Like continuing the work that I was doing in my last school gives me a lot of joy. Um, we also now have Author Circle, so I'm using my publishing knowledge to teach kids how to write, edit, and then publish their own novels. So we'll be publishing a collection of short stories and poems um, by like mid to late June, and it's going to culminate in a book signing and book reading and hopefully in a book sale. So I'm excited about that. Those are two after-school programs that I'm, I've developed and I'm running. And then on top of that, I am running the school store, which is an incentive-based program that allows kids to spend points they collect in class on snacks and games and gear um, in our school store. Um, so we have that launched March 3rd. So that's been a huge focus, obviously, in January, February, and March. We launched the school store officially March 3rd. It's an online store, so I'm teaching. I'm learning how to like build out this very specific type of business. I run other businesses, obviously, and that's helped out a lot. But um, now I'm managing actual physical inventory, and so that is has been like a bit of a learning curve um, that I've had to overcome. And then I've had to teach my middle schoolers how to then also contribute and run the store. So it's wonderful. It's slow building and slow burning, but it's we're getting momentum, which is great. Um, and so we have like several teams working for the school store. We have the marketing team. We have the customer service team. We have the order fulfillment and delivery team. We have the inventory management team. We have the accounting team. Um, we need an HR team because <laughs> some kids are like kind of falling by the wayside, but um, the kids are getting paid every week with their own charger points. And then the rest of the school can go online to the school store and order as they please. And then we can make deliveries every Friday. Um, so it's a lovely, uh, lovely event and thing that we're doing that I wish I had more time for personally, but um, that is the nature of you know, just what the situation is now, just balancing the dean duties, the extracurricular duties. And then, of course, I'm coaching and trying to develop the enrichment department. Um, and so I'm leaning more into that as well. And so that, for me, the, I'm talking about this on my creative channel because that, to me, is a creative success. It's a creative journey in and of itself. Um, even though it's a part of my day-to-day -day job, these are creative endeavors that I'm trying to make um, and I'm trying to bring to fruition for the benefit of the school and the kids, right? So guys, just be patient with me. I have a lot of irons in the fire, um, a lot of things that I'm doing at my day-to-day -day employment, but also outside of my employment that have me kind of running on a sort of a hamster wheel, so to speak. So I am very much looking forward to summer where I can sort of make my own hours, sleep in and things of that nature and just rejuvenate myself. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm working on. That's what I've been working on. For the second uh, quarter, my goal is to finish the masterclass lock-in, the masterclass, the masterclass lock-in, the email course, and the signature course for my online school and launch it the weekend of Juneteenth. So that is my massive goal. The other goal that I have is that I will have finished the manuscript for fraternity. 
and will have published fraternity at the least. And then uh, the other goal that I have, which I think will be done by the end of this week, that's my goal, is to have a very sexy version of um, When in Rome that's written in the feature film version that I can submit to my management company. So that's pretty much it, guys. I'm trying to keep it as quote-unquote simple as possible. Um, oh, and of course, my big goal creatively for the second quarter is to finish my first year as the Dean of Students and Enrichment Strong at my school. I want to finish strong. I want to see all my projects with my kids come to fruition. I want to have that book publishing and signing thing happen. I want to make sure the school store is up and running smoothly and like it's self-sufficient. And also we, I want to have our first, um, our first auction at the school store, which is a whole thing. I want to make sure that uh, the systems for next year are in place and solid. And I want to make sure that um, my enrichment team finishes out the year strong, ready to um, build on what they've done this year. So I guess those are the four areas for my day job as a dean, my business at the Bohemian Badass, my novel writing, and then my screenwriting slash TV writing. So I'll come back probably on the during the July 4th weekend to let you guys know if I completed those goals for Q2. And in the meantime, I'm going to go get my passport photos. I'm going to get some foundation on <laughs> so that I don't look like a ghoul in my passport photos. And I'm going to send along my passport application so that I can get on my trips this year. All right. Have a good one, y'all. Um, stay badass. Keep it indie. Um, keep writing. Always keep writing. And I will talk to you guys in a couple of months. Bye.